All right, hello everybody from ChiroCast, Dr. Drubin back again with my friend, Kenton Clayton, how are you? Hey, how you doing everybody? Thank you, Dr. Rubin, for having me. Oh yes, we're doing a part two because part one was so fun. Um, yeah, that was, that was. So um, <laughs> what uh, Kenton and I were just talking about before we got started was uh, the direction that we want to take the, the next like 20 minutes, half hour or so, which is number one, focusing on um, the future and what things, what we think might transform you know, several years from now in terms of, you know, education and finance and healthcare and all that kind of stuff. Um, but we were also talking more specifically about the special needs population that Kenton is, you know, very entrenched in. And I, I, was, I, was, I want us to talk about the, the things that have pivoted now, the things that are changing because of, you know, what's happening and then what might, you know, be the take on the next, you know, year or so as we lift out of this. Yeah, most definitely. Especially when we start looking at education, it's it's a it's a lot of opportunities. It's a lot of uncertainty. Yes. And we're starting, like we talked about on the last cast that we that you had me on, that we're finding out that education in this country is more was more babysitting mm -hmm. and more childcare. Yes. So parents could go to work, and now with parents, uh, you're not having that option and kids at home, you're finding uh, parents are, are learning their children. Mm -hmm. um, uh, children are, are, are craving a certain structure, but enjoying freedom. So yeah. all, all this combined, wh where do we go from here? And we can pivot back to general education, but coming from a special needs parent, right. we found that IEPs are individual education plans. Uh, a lot of children have them. How do you implement an education plan uh, virtually? Yeah. And some of the, the some of the measures that were taken by the school that we have or the private school that we had in just didn't meet those needs. Right. Uh, you're you're looking at a, a a base of children whose attention span is going to be way different than looking at a screen for. Yeah. That. let's even say a half hour 15 minutes right uh versus having some one-on-one -on -one, uh the tactile the touching yeah. uh, the oftentimes across the board with our special needs community the children it's it's uh it's sensory needs yes you know obviously that's why we go to dr rubin let's let's yeah. do a quick commercial uh, uh dr rubin treats my child and uh, she's uh, better for a certain amount of time afterwards. Or, 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 but a lot of our children are dealing with sensory challenges. So how, how do we, I don't know if I have, I don't think I have any answers. I just have questions, uh, to be totally honest. I don't know what can be done uh, at all. Uh, fortunately, we were in a situation to where we were switching from a more traditional setting to a more therapy-based approach for this, right. this go-round. Right. And the particular company we were working with, we've consistently had some type of interaction with them, although the hours and times have varied, twice a week, once sure. a week, four hours, in-home visits, all the way up until about three weeks ago, we got to a consistent schedule of nine to three. Right. And that is something with the special needs community is the consistency. And yes. I don't know what you can do to give consistency in uh, these challenging times, especially if you, you have to work. Well, I, I, yeah, it is a, it's a mystery. And the community is lost right now also. 
Right. And I, but I think that's an important point to, to talk about is that here, here's this opportunity, right? So, so, you know, we, we, we know that the ABA therapies and other forms of therapies are very good when there's a face-to-face intervention, but yes. what, what can they do? What can, what can the special needs community do when you don't have that ability as easily as you used to, or there's limitations, et cetera. Like what big thing that we've been talking about in my office is the okay. math. Um, or like a, a, a neurotypical child can kind of look at my eyes and tell that I'm smiling, but a special needs kid has a harder time if they don't see the mouth, because a lot of times a special needs kid is looking more at the mouth than just the eyes. So how do we, like, uh, I w- I'm, I've been researching, how do we have masks that are like see-through for the special needs population so they could see my mouth, they could see my lips, right? And these are all the things that I think, you know, need to, this is the new, the, the new place where we have to go is what are we, what are we going to do for this, this population where yeah. they don't have the same cues, A, because they're not face-to-face, right? When looking Correct. at one-dimensional screen and B, if we are face-to-face, but we're, we're covered with a mask. Yeah. Uh, a great, I mean, that's an excellent point. I was talking to an educator in my circle. And she brought up the point she's in um, like sheltering arms or a Head Start type program. That's right. what she does. And she was mentioning, she, she cited that as an exact example oh. when they just brought in firefighters to the children and, and how scared they were oh. of the firefighters. So they had the next time that it happened, they had the firefighters come in and then put on their masks yeah. just so they would know that it wasn't some type of monster or some type of robot underneath yeah. that trying to get them. Just those little nuances yes. that we, when thinking about the little ones, whether they're typical or non-typical, the, um, huh. these, this, is the t- this is the opportunity we have to really start thinking deeply about these things. Right, right, right. We need to rethink. Like, I never thought about that before. But, you know, yeah. you have, you have a three or four men come in with their yeah. jackets and the helmet oh. and the mask, axe. Yeah. You know? yeah. Is it, it Darth like, Vader? Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it a stormtrooper? I mean, you know, you have no, you have no idea. Like, I'm, and, and, and it put, it put me back yeah. into the frame of a child's mind. It's like, oh, I need to think about that. That's, uh, that's something. That's something right there. That's very important yeah. because yeah. they're not, like most people uh, haven't actually seen a firefighter in action. You right. Know? Yeah. So, yeah. so to have them walk into your room, it would be kind of threatening, I would think. Uh, yeah. 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 But, but th- yeah. This, these are the kind of pivot points that I think are needing to happen in all communities, but especially yes. with the Chinese population where yeah. we need to come up with alternatives. Like one of the things I'm doing in my practice for some of the kids who are a little afraid is I'm literally mm-hmm. taking my mask off for a second saying, I do have a face. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Great. Like, like it, it's, it's not just me covered, you know, like this. So um, I, I think that's an important thing. But where do you, like, with all your experience, do you have any thoughts about how things can pivot to make it easier for these kids? Let's say we have a second wave in the fall, which yeah. everybody's predicting. Um, Correct. And, and we have to go into more of a lockdown versus actually going to therapy or school, et cetera. Where do you, what do you think? That, that can be done in this situation. I, a man admits when he's lost, and I am lost. <laughs> I have, I have, I have no idea. I have no clue because 
so much of the special needs community is it's it's hands on it's yeah. it's it's in face the 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 remote the remote uh education model is not going to work at this point in time yes. with our children yes and so uh maybe a possibility is the parents picking up some of the slack but that the whole thing is not having the expertise i it's right. so many little nuances with the special needs community and i can speak for my child right one of the two two belts and tools that you have in your tool belt is your child wanting to uh appease you or or i i need a good boy and it's right. such a different relationship of praise mm -hmm. because they're so in their own world that that doesn't necessarily have value right right and so what we're learning with the aba just this particular philosophy approach is uh is 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 a, re a, a reward yes and and less punishment huh. but and more a less acknowledgement of, of behaviors that are not uh, what we're looking for and more amplifying the behaviors that we do want with some type of reward right so right. when you start getting into that that's all that I'm, I'm just at the big uh, the precipice of that I, I'm at the where me and my wife at the first steps and, and journey so um, I have nothing I, 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 I can't tell parents uh, except for patience and uh, yeah and leaning on your community, uh, but right. the, the the special needs community, particularly my child has a condition called duplication fifteen, right. is extra material in the fifteenth chromosome. So that community is really tight knit, and and maybe that is the thing that I would say is continue strengthen and, or build those those connections with right. parents in your particular circle right. because you guys are going to need each other. Right. You're going to need each other during these times until until things can figure out well, how is this going to work moving forward? And just like you had mentioned last time on the podcast that uh, your fellow chiropractic doctors, you guys are talking about, well, what are you doing in office? Yes. Um, how are you structuring your hours? Yes. Those are the things. And, and maybe that, that is the key, communication yep. and community. Right. Communication right. and community. Yeah, that, that okay, we, we came on something. There, there it is right there. We're pulling it. It's good. So that, that's what we're trying to say is that, that there's, there's a way to pull this out and maybe through dialogue, like if you if you speak to the duplication 15 syndrome groups on Facebook or whatever, and see what they're doing, maybe there's uh, ABA groups that are yes, yes, you know, questions, yeah. etc. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think you said something important, which is uh, th there's probably a way for uh, parents to do some of this similar stuff with their kids if the parents are are going to be home. Um, yes. Yeah. So like there's a book called Sunrise uh, that I read years ago. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of it from Barry Neal. Yeah, my, my Dolores, amazing. She, oh, she, yeah. she we read some of that book. Oh yeah, and and it's all based on on different kinds of therapy models that began back in the '80s and '90s. Uh, one of them called Floor Time, where you essentially are spending time with your child, kind of doing what the child is doing instead of you instead of you trying to say okay you know let's work with uh, you know with my tools right you let them work with their tools and then you involve yourself with their stuff okay uh, okay now you got me now you got me so 
I'm a firm believer in entering their world. Right. So uh, I, I don't have necessarily a fixation on what she plays with, right. but when she does play with something, I, I, I try to throw in things. So if it's a branch or if it's a rock, well, what does that feel like? Right. What color is the brand? What color is it? Is it cold? Is it hot? So these are all those keywords that you, you want to reinforce, hot, cold, very right. simple things, color. Right. And these are all learning opportunities. I might even take it. Then the interaction is, do you want it back? Back, right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Give it back to me. Thank you. And then you get you got all these language opportunities simply from being on the floor and playing with a rock or whatever whatever it is that they're they're into. Right. And I think, I mean, you have experience with this, so, so you understand that. But I think a lot, especially in the special needs community, if they're kind of new in that. Yeah. Community, oh, that, very true. That they don't know that. They, they, they uh, I, I find a lot of uh, people in my practice are, who are new in the community, they do not realize, they think that they essentially uh, are like dropping their kids off and then picking them up. And then they don't, they're not taking part in the educational process. They're being great parents. It's not that they're being great parents. Yeah. They are being yeah. great parents, but they, but they can do even more by getting more involved in their therapy, either A, in communications like you just you know, mentioned, or B, uh, I find a lot of parents, um, especially in kids who are having movement disorders, um, do not really get involved in doing the, like, the actual movement therapies that mm. I know that they're experiencing in OT and PT, right? So right, they, correct. As an example, you know, we have children who have trouble learning how to walk and they're two, mm. three, four years old, but you can help them by putting them on crawling tracks uh, where the track is angled in, in, in such a way that it makes them kind of move haphazardly at the beginning. Mm. Then they learn with the assistance of gravity, they learn how to move uh, in a more organized way. And a lot of right. people realize that they can do this at home, right? That's pretty good. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's super cool. So, so, uh, and I think that's exactly what you're talking about is like being an active participant, right, in their education yeah. process. And, you yeah. know, it's it, when, when we have a child who does not fall into the neurotypical fashion, doing the things that we might think of, which is like, okay, let's reading a book and writing things like this, this might not be in their mindset right now, but it doesn't mean that we can't mm -hmm. come up with other creative ideas, like you said, holding a rock. Yeah. And if they're yeah. playing a rock, then Let's talk about the rock. Right? Let's talk about the rock. Yeah, whatever you have. Let's talk about the brands. Let's talk about this bottle. Right. Whatever it is, it has a color. It has a feel. Right. And you, you made a, 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 a very valid point. That's, once again, that's the community. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are going to help bring ourselves out of this situation. That's the opportunity to start connecting with each other. We got these tools. Uh, obviously we're, we're on zoom right now, you know, so uh, doing this interactive thing, it's the same kind of connection that you're going to have to uh, make with other parents and other groups. And that all starts from a, uh, maybe, maybe let's get a, a little bit deeper. The philosophy of you mm. and you taking uh, a, a one step, you taking one step towards, uh, even though you don't know, the unknown scares you, you, you don't know what you're going to do. Well, let me just take one step. Let me reach out to somebody. Or let me reach out to a group. And that could just be the beginning of, uh, of the journey of you don't know what's going to come to you because you took that step. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, 
and 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 with these times, I I I can imagine a lot of people are feeling like it's just it's just hold it's just it's just holding you down, no. and just that this could go across the board. So if it's with your child, if it's with some employment opportunity, if it's with no employment opportunity, if it's helping your neighbor, anything to just take one step and everything else can start building upon that so you can you can make it through these times. Yes, yes, because I think the fear sometimes yeah. is what they call, they call it a fear paralysis. Mm -hmm. um, so, so sometimes people, when people are so afraid, they won't do anything. Right? Yeah. Like stuck and in fear, yeah. and, and they, their, their choice is to do nothing, which isn't a good choice. But sometimes mm -hmm. just taking those small baby steps, uh, whatever mm -hmm. that baby step is, just to move towards a goal can just mm -hmm. unlock that, that fear. So I think mm -hmm. that's brilliant. So now in terms of, um, in terms of uh, like something you said before about positivity, um, one of the things that I'm finding a lot of people are asking me uh, as a, as their chiropractor is like, okay. what am I doing to keep myself positive? Uh, and I'm always telling them I'm reading books and I'm listening to podcasts and listen to speakers and, and, you know, I'm, I'm reading, you know, just constantly filling my mind with all mm -hmm. the good stuff. But I want to ask you, since you're such a positive person uh, and I've known mm -hmm. you for years now, and you've got positivity on your belt. Like, what do you do to feed yourself positivity? Um, man, oh, that's a that's a great question. I, I, he stopped me. He stopped me. Um, what I'll say, uh, it is, it is practice. Yeah, yeah, and. I, I, I've come to uh, uh, understanding that the first war is at home mm -hmm. and uh, man and wife, mm -hmm. then everything kind of starts to extend, you know, uh, from that, especially when you start a family. Right. It's just, you know, if you just take a step back and uh, look at yourself and look at your, you know, I don't, I, Oftentimes in marriage, you, you, I didn't wake up to make you mad this morning. <laughs> I, did not, right. I did not start. I did not. Uh, when I was sleeping, I, I wasn't thinking, oh, as soon as I get up, I'm going to tell her that she didn't turn on the dishes, the dishwasher last night. Or, you know, this, this is what I'm talking about. No. Uh, but I think it just, it's, it's, it, like anything with momentum, and energy, it could just, it, it keeps going on. So I, I would say that I start with trying to just look and examine myself and then what, what am I grateful for? I think gratitude, Yes, I, I mentioned to you, and I think I've even given you his book. It's a, I have a philosopher friend uh, and uh, his thing is healthy word tech. And, and often the little seed of gratitude just expand so quickly into your day. Well, um, I got toothpaste. People uh, are often like, uh, it has to be something. No, it doesn't. Um, I, I turned on the faucet water today. Right. One, okay, I give you a tip. I have enough money to pay this bill. Mm -hmm. Not that I have a bill. Right. I have the money to pay this bill. Yes. And that can, that if you allow that to start building, you'll just, it, it'll, it'll turn a raindrop. So, okay, I have enough money. Hey, the electricity is on, so I can talk to Dr. Rubin right now. 
That's right. Oh, right. You know, uh, uh, it's 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 not cloudy, so you guys can see my face clearly as the sun shines on it. It just it it it'll just it'll change very. It can very quickly change your mood. Yeah. Just to be grateful for something, and then if you concentrate on that gratefulness about that particular thing, it will expand quickly because you'll quite quickly see. Hey, oh man, I got up. Yeah. I got up, and I didn't have as much pain as I had minutes ago. Right. Or a day ago, you know. Yep. Oh, uh, you know what? I got gas in my car to go see Dr. Rubin so right. I can get adjusted. I mean, it just, it just, it just, it just <laughs> Dr. Rubin was in a great mood, and he cheered <laughs> me up. I'm grateful that he was in it. Everybody in the office was smiling. Maybe I'll leave the office, and I'll feel differently. I'll, I'll share that smile with somebody else. Right. So it, I, I would say... Um, to those who are, are maybe finding some challenges. Uh, I'm not going to say turn off the news. Right. Turn off the news, but I'm not going to say that. I'm right. going to just simply say find something to be grateful for and see how that expands, and it will, it will change your day. Yes, yes, that's beautiful. That's exactly well, well, let me ask you, since I got you on the spot, what are you grateful for right now, Dr. Rubin? Well, I, I am th – thank you for asking me. Okay. Uh, I'm grateful for uh, my family uh, being uh -huh. so supportive during this time. We've really come together. Uh, okay. Uh, and we've, we've talked a lot about uh, this pivoting that we mentioned last time, like how to pivot during this time. So I leaned a lot on my wife and son uh, when this all first happened to say, what am I going to do at the office? Like, how am I going to you know, keep open? And what do we have? So we, 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 we made a lot of planning between, with my family. We made I, my my staff has been unbelievable. The the interns and the and Laura, my massage therapist, and Ashlyn and Marissa, everybody they've been so amazing at helping us redesign. Oh, redesign, redesign. Yeah. Because it, I, I have a lot of colleagues, and I mentioned this last time. They they stopped. They just shut completely. Down. Really? Because they said we can't do this. We can't do this. We just have to close. And they, they were unwilling to look at their office and say, what can we do instead? What can we, how can we change our interaction with our patients? Uh, and I think it's because of my family and my great staff uh, and interns that we were able to just brainstorm and within, you know, a couple of days, we had come up with everything that we had to do uh, and pivoted. And that's what I'm, I am grateful for is, is that support. Well, well, that leads to the future. Yes. Uh, this coll the collaboration, like I've, I, you've told me a little bit about that, but I, what I'm finding out right now, I didn't know people in your circle had completely closed. Mm -hmm. I, I, because of your grateful, which you expounded upon being grateful, that the guy, you, you, you were all able to come up with something within days. Mm -hmm. Within days, which I'm quite sure you're fine-tuning, but within days, you were like, ha, I can stay open and still help. And that's, and that's, the, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, we, we really, I, I appreciate, you know, I mean, some states, uh, understandably, the governors closed the state down. So some of the people who were unable to work were seriously, they were closed, not by themselves in their own, you know, mindset. Mm -hmm. the, the governor said, if you're not frontline worker, you're closed. And we, right, 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 yeah. Which is understandable. And that, so we're not, uh, it's, but, the, uh, but a lot of other people closed, even though they didn't have to, like the Governor Kemp here in Georgia said, chiropractors are 
essential, right. essential workers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so we were able to stay open, thankfully, to, to Governor Kemp uh, and the work mm -hmm. from the Georgia Chiropractic Council um, to, to talk to him about this. But so many people still chose to not move forward because uh, out of fear, out of the paralysis uh, I talked about, the fear paralysis uh -huh. that occurred. Um, but I, I am grateful that we just said, okay, we can't have a waiting room filled with people. Well, they'll wait in the cars. All right, well, how are we going to get them? At, at the first few days, we were just going to people's cars and knocking on windows and saying, you're next. Um, that was you know, and, and it, it just sort of evolved. And now we have a system that's really working. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. As efficiently as it used to. Uh, okay. With the exception of the waiting room is still out in cars instead of in the office. Right. But, right. But now we like my, my front desk staff is no longer just sitting at the front desk answering phones. We're now texting and coordinating who's coming in and who's leaving so that they've, they've taken on additional roles that they didn't have before. So, oh. but because they weren't needed before, right? It wasn't even in the mindset before. And that's what, what uh, I'm so grateful for is, is this pivot idea of, okay, we, this is the way we used to do it. This is the unknown. Let's make the new way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and efficiencies are going to come out of that. that you, you would have never known right. if you had not been pressed to, to do something different. Correct. And so uh, probably the next thing you had, uh, we were talking about what I do uh, to stay positive is, and this is a much harder lesson, is it, uh, the accepting the opportunity and change. Mm -hmm. you, you, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful gift and being able to change and sometimes you're forced to change sometimes you are inspired to yeah. change Gosh. you know and so either way you got to change <laughs> yeah. Yeah. either way so the 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 maybe going back to having more of a, a mantra or of a mindset for the future of of really and not just lip service to change Maybe going back to an understanding that anything can happen uh, at any point in time, and having some flexibility to to change right. and what and what and like you know, I, I'm amazed that you said it. It took a couple of days, and and that wasn't the final blueprint. That right. was just the change to come up with some brainstorms and then execution. And like, okay, this is working. Okay, that's not working. Right. But doing it and and right. and and seeing the benefits because, like I said, I. I I thought the system was awesome. I've, I've done it maybe four or five times. Right. Uh, set in the car, text, hey, here we go in there, come right. out, and it's over. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, and we have to be grateful, you talk about gratitude, um, mm -hmm. that this happened in a time and a place where we had the technology to do things. That <laughs> if this happened 50 years ago, like we couldn't text people, we couldn't. We didn't yeah. have internet. We didn't have all these yeah. things that, like, uh, that we have now. Like, I remember seeing a, a, um, a meme, and it said, okay. I want you to really think about um, when we're talking about being in lockdown, we're talking we, we have food stores that we can go to still and get food. We have internet. We can watch Netflix, <laughs> Amazon Prime. You know, we have all this stuff. We have, it, this is way more comfortable situation 
even though it's, it's not good in any way and I'm not, you know, condoning it, but it uh -huh. is, and it's still a pandemic and people are, are obviously having horrible times with this. But yeah. the fact that we have this technology and yeah. readily yeah. available food is just, you know, there's a big thing of gratitude. It's something to be grateful for. Yeah. It's something to be grateful for. Absolutely. And the, the opportunity, because you mentioned it before, is uh, more coordination and time spent with your family. Right. Right. You just, well, having these conversations, having dinner. Just, yes. Just something as simple, an old-fashioned technology of a dinner. Right. Right. And, and, and the dinner, the, the, the conversations, the things that we really, I think, were taking for granted before, right? Because family dinners were sort of like a thing of the past. We couldn't, everybody's working and working and running in different places and stuff. And now all of a sudden we have family dinners, you know, forced upon us. And now in order to communicate, in order to see people, we need to use technology to see them, um, mm -hmm. which we used to take for granted. I, on Tuesdays, I never had time to do this kind of stuff with you or other people. And now wow. I'm in this kind of time, right? I'm pivoting. Okay. My podcast used to just be me talking to an audience and now right. I don't have an audience. <laughs> so so <I'm> pivoting, <laughs> right, to create these kind of things. And that's what I think is that this is all about is, is using, you know, using the tools that we have to take the steps to the future that we're going to create. Like the future before yeah. was, I mean, we we're always creating parts of our future, but the future was kind of created for us by everything mm -hmm. else out there. But now mm -hmm. each one of us has a, an opportunity to create a different future based upon what we're learning now, you know, and, and, yeah. and changing these pivot points, you know, for you and what you're doing with your family. And for me, what we're doing with our family in my office and stuff, like we're, we're going to take this information and make it better. Right. Yeah. So I want to come I out fully, better. Yeah. I fully embrace the time because uh, as you know, I was in data entry, um, not data entry, data analysis. Right. And it's for events and uh, ticketing companies. So one, that, that stopped immediately. Yeah. So I've always wanted to uh, develop a trade so I, uh, my sister-in-law is a seamstress and I was like, Hey, I want to become, or have a foundational understanding of becoming a tailor. Yeah, that's great. So, uh, but it's the slow go of it because I'm still building my room. So I got all my equipment. I've had wow. lessons. I kind of got a fun. So I'm, I'm slowly crafting my room to, to go from completely to data analysis to now uh, part manufacturing. I'm loving it. Yeah. But that's if you embracing this time. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think everybody has an opportunity to to shift and to change, like you said. And this is to me the exciting the exciting part of this is that we we have this opportunity and what are we gonna do with it? What are we gonna do? Yeah. What are we gonna do? Yeah. And so, it's such an individual what 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 audience, what are you going to do with this time? Right. Right, right. Because, because hopefully, wait, hold it. I lost you. I lost you. Okay, you're back. Okay. Yeah, you. you I lost you for a second. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think that's a a, a great final question for for the podcast audience is what? Are yeah. You gonna do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Perfect. Perfect. What's What's the next step? You know, for, yeah. for you in in the audience. And yeah. Um, I, I thank you, Kenton, again for our our part no. two. This was no worries. No worries. This was really great. You've got hey, some amazing ideas. I'm going to add something. 
I think the audience should write to you and tell you what they're going to do. I okay. challenge you, audience, reach out to Dr. Rubin and tell him, what are you going to do? What are you thinking about doing with this time? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So respond back on the podcast directly or go on Facebook and yeah. what it is that you're going to do. Like what's, what's going to be different um, <laughs> about you and your life because of this. Yes. Thank you. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> this was fun. Oh man. <laughs> this is great. This was so great. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to stop the recording. So don't go away, but thank okay. you. So much, right. No worries. And, and part two is just as awesome as part one.